0: Thank mm-hmm.
1: working out perfectly. I was preparing for marriage to a godly man, Joseph. I couldn't wait. My mind was full of wedding preparations and dreams for our future together. I truly felt blessed and highly favored by Jehovah. My entire life changed when one night, about nine months ago, I had a visitor.
2: Mary was unlike any other woman I know. That's what drew me to her. And then, with her parents' permission, we became a spouse. Now I'm just a lowly carpenter here in Nazareth so I don't have much financially to offer but I know this, I will lead our family to serve the Lord God Jehovah of our father Abraham. I have so much excitement about the future.
1: When the angel came to me that night I didn't know what to think. Fear turned to confusion then confusion to acceptance and now Wonder and praise. The Messiah, the one we've waited all these generations for, was growing inside of my womb. The angel said, nothing is impossible with God, and that proof is within me.
2: Pregnant. That's what she said. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. It, it was like I was only hearing some of the woes. An angel, Messiah. How could any of this be? I didn't know what to do or even what to think. And what about others? What would they think? As I lay one night struggling, what God would have me to do, he told me. And now, here we are, in the middle of a census, traveling from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Now, I don't know all that God has in store for us, but I know this, he will be here with us.
3: Trembled as he spoke. troubled sleep One small
0: Wow, what a night in all my years. I mean, can you believe it? Let me rewind a little bit and explain. I've been a shepherd as long as I can remember. Even as a boy, I was out with the flock and the other shepherds. I'm not a learned man, and I haven't spent my time in the synagogues, but I've learned a lot about my flock by being their shepherd. I've learned a lot about God because he is my shepherd. Let me get back to what brings me outside Bethlehem tonight. I was out in the field with the flock and the other shepherds, and the sky just seemed a little more beautiful than normal when it happened. An angel appeared and said, Fear not, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Then the sky was full of angels singing and praising God. It's incredible. I still can't believe it. The Messiah has finally come, and we got to hear the good news. Shepherds. My shepherd has come to save us. So that's where I'm going, to see the promised one of Israel and tell you and everyone I see that he has come to save anyone, even a shepherd. It's been a long journey since we first saw the star all those days ago. When we first arrived in Jerusalem, we did not see the king we expected to
4: see. He was not in a palace or even the capital city. My companions and I are now traveling to the lowly village, Bethlehem. I have this gift of myrrh, along with his gold, his frankincense. seems a bit odd not to present these gifts in a palace, but the star has led us this far, and we will continue following until we worship at his feet. Amen. Didn't they do a wonderful job? Let's give them a big round of applause. Amen, amen, amen. You may be seated. We'll take just another moment of your time. We won't take very long. But as we stand and watch, or sit and watch this presentation, we're viewing the journey to Bethlehem. We see Joseph and Mary as they come and uh, they are talking about going from Nazareth to Bethlehem. We see the shepherd who says the angels have appeared and so I'm going to Bethlehem. We see the wise men and the wise men say, we've seen his star and we're going to go until we find him. Although it's not exactly perhaps what they expected, they were going to go until they found him. Each part, uh, each uh, group of people were were journeying to Bethlehem. Now I know that we know the Christmas story and we know that these are all components of the Christmas story. This is all part of it. You know, uh, Joseph and Mary going to Bethlehem and uh, the shepherds and the wise men, we understand this. But sometimes uh, I wonder if we know the implications of why we journey to Bethlehem now of course we know in Luke chapter number 2 the Bible tells us uh, that Joseph and Mary traveled to Bethlehem uh, because uh, there was a, a taxation taking place and they had to go and pay their taxes and so of course that's why they went to Bethlehem to pay their taxes but do you know that the reason they went to Bethlehem goes back a whole lot further than paying their taxes matter of fact uh, when Caesar Augustus made the decree that all the world should be taxed and demanded that everyone return to their hometown, he had no idea that he was fulfilling the prophecy that had been given by God hundreds and hundreds of years before when the Bible said that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. Why did Joseph and Mary have to travel to Bethlehem? Well, in an immediate sense, uh, they had to travel because the king said, Come pay your taxes. But in a spiritual sense, in a biblical sense, uh, they traveled to Bethlehem that there might be no question. That the child that was being born was none other than the promised Messiah. God was putting the pieces of the puzzle together. They journeyed from Nazareth to Bethlehem to fulfill prophecy that had been given hundreds of years before concerning the Messiah. Why did the shepherds journey to Bethlehem? We know that the shepherds were there in that local area. They were out in the fields. The angel appeared to them, and the shepherd said that if you go. Go to Bethlehem. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Why did they journey to Bethlehem? Because the shepherds wanted to see the promised Messiah. They wanted to go and lay their eyes on the one that they had been waiting for for all time. They wanted to see the one that was going to bring redemption. Somewhere far away across the land were some wise men. The wise men are a bit of a mystery. There's a lot that we do know about the wise men, but there's a lot we don't know about the wise men. But one thing that we know for sure concerning these wise men is that they had an understanding that there was a promised messiah somehow they had found or got a hold of the prophecy they had understood that there was someone coming who would redeem mankind from the judgment of sin they knew about this and somehow they were communicated to by god through a star there's a lot of ideas about what that star may have been the bible really doesn't tell us exactly what it was but We know that somehow, through a star, God communicated that the Messiah had been born. And these men journeyed, most likely for days, even weeks, or maybe months. They journeyed to come to Bethlehem. Why did they come to Bethlehem? Because they wanted to see the Messiah. They wanted to see the one that could bring redemption. They wanted to see the one that had come to deliver mankind from the power and the penalty of sin. Every year, all across America and many parts of the world, on December 25th, we celebrate Christmas. We have Christmas cantatas. We have children's plays such as we had this past Sunday night. Uh, We have big productions that are put on. We have parades. We decorate our homes. We decorate our towns. Uh, Every year we celebrate uh, the birth of the Savior. Every year uh, the the world lights up with excitement uh, around this holiday that we know as Christmas. And although you can look in many yards and in in front of many churches, and you can see stables, nativity scenes we call them, but yet there are many, many people who never journey to Bethlehem. The shepherds understood that they needed redemption from the power and the penalty of sin. The wise men understood that they needed redemption from the power and the penalty of sin. Mary and Joseph knelt in awe before the newborn babe, beginning to fully comprehend all that was taking place, understanding that this Savior had come to deliver them. All throughout the world, uh, there are people who are celebrating Christmas who have never journeyed to Bethlehem. There are people uh, in this world who have never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. There are people who will open gifts uh, on Christmas morning in recognition of the birth of a Savior who have never benefited from that Savior you say, Pastor John, how do we benefit from that Savior? How, how is it that we can benefit from Him? Well, you know, the Bible tells us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is not a person alive who does not stand before God as guilty. There is not a person alive who if we look at their own righteousness, they are filthy and unclean and worthy of judgment. All have sinned. All are worthy of judgment. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned. All are guilty of sin and because of their sin they are destined to an eternal judgment in a lake of fire and it sounds pretty bleak until we read the rest of that verse that says but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord the babe that was born in the manger that Christmas night was the gift of God He was the provision that God had made so that man would not have to face the penalty of his sin. This evening, we saw the production. We saw the story. We saw the journey. But as we close this evening, I want to leave you with this thought. Have you journeyed to Bethlehem? Have you found the Savior? Have you benefited from the gift that God gave of his son? Don't let another Christmas go by without talking to the Lord about your condition. Don't let another Christmas go by that you don't recognize that this story is far more than just a babe in a manger. This story is about a lamb at Calvary who shed his blood to wash away the sins of the world. That's what Christmas is all about. Appreciate everyone that took part in the play. Appreciate everyone. Boy, I'm telling you what, they did an amazing job. And uh, appreciate the choir and all the work that they've put into it. Appreciate the pianist, Miss Jen, everybody that's been involved in this. Boy, I'm telling you what, it's been a wonderful production. I do want to make a special mention of one of our cast members, Miss Tate. Miss Tate, would you stand up? This is Miss Tate Ramsey. She played Mary tonight. <laughs> Now, what is outstanding about this is Tate wasn't going to be married. There was another lady that had been practicing to be married and she became sick and was unable to be here, and we found this out about 4 o'clock. We called Tate and said, Tate. And boy, I'm telling you, did she not do a phenomenal job? I mean, thank you, Tate. Appreciate that. <laughs> amen, amen. Also, I want to recognize a couple of people. Uh, Miss Jen, I want to recognize you. Appreciate Miss Jen and all the work that she puts into this and actually this production. Miss Jen uh, put together herself. She she wrote the whole thing, put the songs together, wrote all the script, and did an amazing job. Thank you, Miss Jen. Appreciate that. And then also Miss Debbie puts a lot of work into the learning these songs and playing these songs. Miss Debbie, we want to give you a card and thank you for your work. Then many of you weren't able to be here, but this past Sunday night we had a children's production. And uh, in that children's production, Miss Bonnie uh, always heads that up. But boy, I'm telling you what, they did an amazing job. Miss Bonnie, we have a card here for you if you'd come and get that. (laughs) And, of course, we appreciate everyone that's here. And we thank you all for coming. And so we're going to dismiss in a word of prayer. But after we dismiss, uh, there are men standing at each exit. And we have a bag of candy that we want to give to each and every one of you. So as you exit, make sure you grab a bag of candy and take it with you. And if you do not have a church of your own that you attend regularly, we'd love to invite you to be here. We'll be having church tomorrow here, uh, Sunday school, 10 o'clock, preaching at 11, And then after the morning service, we'll be having a Christmas dinner, Downstairs, uh, We'd love to have you come and be a part of that service with us if you don't attend somewhere else. Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your goodness. And Lord, it's been good to be in your house. And Lord, it's been good to once again remind ourselves of the gift that you gave. And Father, we thank you for sending your son to be the propitiation for our sin. And Father, we thank you for it. I pray you be with us now as we go our different ways. And Father, I pray you bring us back to your house in the morning. And Father, we'll praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. You are dismissed.